Microphones over here, sorry. Alright, guys. So back here on Tomboy Official. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. Um I posted the wake up segment. Um but I kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about some cash flow related topics as I'm hydrating this morning. This is the hydration segment. I don't know. I know everyone's schedules are kind of different from mine, but uh, this is what I prefer to do in the morning because it's like, it's probably one of the more productive things I could do while I'm still kind of like taking a bit to kind of like get settled in the morning. Um, I don't really want to get up and like do a lot of physical activity, which I could do. That That does sound like it would be a pretty good idea, actually to do that um but I haven't lately so um yeah I just kind of record stuff that I feel like is a little bit productive I want to talk about some things uh kind of a little bit on that money related end of things um I had $40 come in. It's not a whole lot of extra cash, but I didn't even know it was coming in. So, I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying um, it was from that EPMS Ellis Online. Well, I think they call it Grace Hill Company or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but that apartment mystery shopper I guess I did a gig after the um after the pay sheets were due like you don't have to turn them in on your own like but they just calculate it so I guess I did a gig sometime after like um I don't know when it would have been like sometime after September 2nd or September 7th I don't even remember where where I went or like what I viewed but um whatever they paid for it so um they're not some of them aren't really memorable <laughs> uh so whatever I, the last one was that I that I viewed I really don't feel like it was memorable for me I don't think it was far. I really just don't remember. I really don't recall like at all. Um I might have recorded about it, but I really don't recall what it looked like or anything. But 40 bucks is 40 bucks, so whatever. Um So that was cool. Um I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, like can you make money podcasting? Uh the answer isn't going to be no. But it's not an easy yes either. Um, I think it really depends how much you plan to post, what you find a market in to post about, um, 
if the topics you post are going to get kind of banned on certain platforms or flagged for any reason, uh, I gotta be honest, like, posting anything LGBT related, I do feel like the content does get, um, somewhat, you know, either not promoted or it's hidden in some way. Like, I feel like, um, if you're, if you're not already connected to this podcast, I don't think it's just going to organically, like, pop up sometimes, depending on the topic. Uh, the ones about, like, money and finance related things like those episodes seem to do okay and if it's helping people i'll keep posting them when i have something to say it's just i'm a little scattered about it um i i do plan on uh trying out some of the some of the little side gigs that some of these people online talk about I used to do that I've done that before um just like had a little project where I was like let me test out some of these like survey things or whatever and see if they actually make any money um and a lot of times I guess the issue with most of those is that you don't get you know they don't provide you with enough to actually make a lot of money like you can sign up for something and it's not available. Like the last thing I signed up for, I think I talked about it on here. I was going to sign up for it, which I did do. And then they weren't accepting applications in California. So stuff like that, where it's like either they're not accepting the applications or you sign up and then they're like, we'll send you gigs. And then they like never do. And then you forget about it. And then they send them, or maybe they will send them and it's like way later and you just like don't see the message because you've forgotten all about it because it was like eight months ago or something when you signed up um, and you weren't hearing back from them at all anyways. Like I feel like usually after about a week, if you don't hear back, you kind of usually just forget about it and just like assume that, okay, I just, I don't know, maybe they're, sometimes I feel like they're using these sites. I don't know, it's my little paranoia in me. But I know how the internet works, and sometimes I feel like they're using some of these sites to, like, capture emails and, like, send you junk mail or send you a bunch of stuff and, like, market to you. I, I don't feel like they're really trying to um, actually help you uh, all the time. Like, there's a select amount of people. Like, they can't just not help anybody, right? So I feel like there's a select amount of people they have to, like, give give gigs to because then otherwise people are going to catch on that nobody gets gigs um but then I feel like there's a lot of people that never get gigs but then you'll still be getting like messages from them and, and stuff or like whatever um or they'll just sell your information to some other random thing um and then cookies as well it's just like oh my gosh like you gotta like remember every time to like reject all the cookies and stuff it's like it's so annoying um the internet is becoming such an annoying place for me um i feel like almost every app i go in well especially on like my laptop like desktop version i'm it's it's it can't just be me 
when you go onto your software lately, whether it's Microsoft Office Suite or whatever, or you know Canva or TikTok or Twitter or whatever, like see if you see pop-ups like these not like not like virus pop-ups but like the pop-ups that just like these kind of little windows that pop out like i have one on my linkedin that keeps popping out and then you know there's you know other stuff that's just like it keeps popping out like every time and i'm literally just on there trying to like you know write something on microsoft word and then it's like oh there's this whole new section now or like on google you know google sheets or something google docs and you're just like there's some other window that like pops up to like tell you some other thing or whatever like it's just everything i've been using lately has some other distractive quality to it where they're just like popping up new stuff i'm 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 annoyed with it because I spend a lot of time online because I have to, but talking about like if podcasts make money, um, it's a slow game. Uh, and right now there's a lot of changes going on coming up in, uh, my time at 9 PM Spotify for podcasters is going to have a, um, some kind of webinar. I don't know what you really call it, but I think it's going to be at noon Eastern and 9 p.m., uh, you know, Pacific. And it's for an hour long. And they're going to talk about, um, you know, being successful, making a successful podcast. I don't know if they're really going to talk about anything um i've i'm familiar with tuning into webinars and for those of you who might not be i'll just tell you how many webinars go i've never actually gone to one of the spotify webinars because they usually have them at weird times like nine o'clock in the morning so it's like i'm usually kind of already busy doing other stuff so the other ones i've signed up for i've usually been busy but um this one I'll be driving halfway through it. I have an appointment at 10.30, so I'm going to leave at like 9.30. And if it starts at 9, I'll be able to start listening. I have to drop by the store real quick to pick something up at the auto parts store real quick. And I can still have my headphones in, my earbuds on listening to it. And then when I get back in the car, I can put it back on. So that's probably what I'm going to be listening to while I'm driving. Um, and my time, it's going to be on nine to 10. And I think I'm going to be where I need to be probably close to, if all goes well, like 10, 20, 10, 15. Um, so you know, I'll get to listen to it most of the way, most of the drive. Um, but I hope that they have something good to say, something interesting to say, something helpful to say. Um, I can't be the only one who's having complaints about Spotify taking things over, uh, and 
for me, it's ruined a lot of what I had going on. It's all the changes that they've made have not been helpful to my life. Um, it's too many changes too fast. Um, a lot of us little people haven't really had the time to catch up. So I think I've explained it before. So I don't want to like, you know, you know, beat a dead horse or whatever they say. I don't know why all these like weird references to stuff or figures of speech are so violent. It's always just like, like who would, who would beat a dead horse? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I don't want to just kind of like keep hammering the same topics over and over and over again. Um, and I don't want to be like a complete downer on here, but I mean, I, I feel like a lot of times people would rather, you know, post something clickbaity, you know, like how I made like $13,000 in like a month or whatever. And it's like, yeah, people do that. That happens. There are people out there making 13K a month off of certain things. Can you be one person that does that? Yes, you can do it too. Now, a person who isn't already some kind of an influencer or doesn't have some kind of niche or brand that's like super trendy right now where you're very knowledgeable about it and able to kind of like promote yourself on multiple social media platforms and for free um you know it's very unlikely that a person can start a podcast and just automatically within one month start making that much money unless they put in and for free unless they put in a lot of work um i mean basically the way you gotta look at it is the way you get money with any monetized system is going to be through traffic traffic is going to be your number one um you know issue um it's almost like you know if you had a storefront like a physical storefront right and you wanted to make a say it was something simple that you know someone's gonna buy something from you like a, like a little a little gas station with a little snack you know how you go in, inside and there's like coffee and snacks and like beverages and stuff so you have like you know a little snack shop can small little convenience store like with a gas station attached with it right most gas stations it doesn't matter what the price is you're gonna have people coming and getting gas now are they always profitable and all that i don't, I don't really know all the numbers on all that but if you think about it most of these stations most of these places have you know people coming in they're strategically placed you know they place them right off of the freeway ramps um they 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 put they you know put it right on like a busy corner it's like next to like a shopping plaza and you know there's always not always but there's oftentimes two gas stations like one right across from the other um of two different brands uh i've heard that like a lot of times different people own uh, one person will own like two and so one usually has like a cheaper price it's like lower brand you know like an arco and then like across the street there's like a chevron or something like that you know um and so i, I mean i don't really care where, pe where people want to get their gas i don't really know much about it if the quality is really worse or better i know people say that like if you get the low quality um it burns faster i mean i don't really know that for sure um 
I'm used to driving in traffic all the time, so I can't really tell the difference. To me, it's all the same. My gas is always just burning all the time, so I don't really know the difference. But, um, like, I haven't connect- calculated it in a way that I'm like, oh, like, I'm significantly, like, wasting a half a tank if I get, like, cheap Arco gas compared to, like, Chevron or Mobile um, or whatever, like, whatever's supposed to be better. Like, I don't, I don't really notice that big of a difference. Uh, I've noticed a little bit of a difference, but not like so much of a difference because it's like you are still paying way less. So it's like, I feel like it kind of evens out. Like you're paying way less for cheaper gas that might burn faster or you're paying way more for gas that might not burn as fast. I mean, it's like, I feel like at the end of the day, it evens out. Like, I don't, I don't really know. Um, Maybe your car maintenance might have issues, but anyways um one thing that i've that i've noticed you know when it comes to like gas stations and those little convenience stores you know you're usually they're usually strategically placed now if you were to open a storefront uh a gas station with one of those little you know snack stands and it was literally in the middle of nowhere like literally like in some residential neighborhood, like not off of a main street, no huge sign popping up out of anywhere where you could just like see it from like a distance or whatever. You're not like up on a hill in a distance with like a big sign popping out above everything else. Like locals might go there, you know, people might be able to find you on like an app if you're like on, if you're a delivery driver and you're on Uber Eats and you need to find gas or something, it might pop up. Or if you go on Yelp or if you go on your Google Maps or whatever, you might be able to just find the gas station in there. But usually people drive on busy, like highway streets, right? Like usually when you're looking for gas, like at least if I, if I'm looking for gas and I don't know where I'm at, right? Like if I'm just like, I do this a lot. I'll be doing deliveries and I'm like, all right, it's probably a good time to like pull over and get gas. I'm not getting a lot of orders and, you know, maybe I'm at, I I usually decide where a certain point is that I want my gas tank to be. And so usually once I'm approaching that, I'm like, all right, time to get gas. Like if it's like halfway, if I want it to stay half full or whatever, I'm like, okay, we're hitting that halfway point. And so I need gas. I'm not going to usually just pull off of like a major highway street that's like next to like malls and shopping centers and stuff and just go drive like into some residential area and expect to find a gas station like between two apartment buildings or whatever. Like I'm not going to do that. Usually I'm going to drive on major streets and I'm just going to look around and they're everywhere. This is LA. Like they're everywhere. Like there's gas stations everywhere. Uh, or I'll get on the freeway and go the direction I need to go and wait for like a, a major street exit and find the exit. There's almost always a gas station near a major freeway exit or entrance. Um, almost always, right? So you kind of know where to look, you know where to go. Um, and that's an example of kind of what organic traffic looks like. It's like people know where to find you. People know where to find this information. Like, I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. I'm not telling you anything rocket science like, oh, if you need to find a gas station, make sure you don't drive around in like weird, like rural residential areas. You know, like if you need one, like find find a, a freeway entrance or like major shopping center areas and stuff in like 
you'll find a gas station there. Like I'm pretty sure most people already know that. Just if you drive, you know that. If you're out in the city, you know that. You're not going to assume something else, right? And it's kind of the same thing with with traffic when it comes to to any kind of website or anything like that. Uh you got to figure out how people are going to find you, right? So people find you by it can just be like a search on Google or whatever, whatever search engine people decide they want to use. I mean, Spotify itself is a search engine as well. Um, so if people want to search, you know, Tomboy Official, they're probably not going to automatically know to search that. That's not a term that people use necessarily even the term tomboy is kind of phased out like people don't necessarily use that word like they used to uh and especially with all the you know gender related terminology that people are now um more savvy to using people usually choose one of those terms uh more um the reason why i like the word tomboy is because it's not like a very like it does have like a gendered connotation to it, but it's not like a gender identity necessarily. It's more of like a, it kind of represents more of like preferences um, and clothing style and just kind of like style, hobbies, things like that is not so much, you know, like how someone identifies with their pronouns necessarily. But it is kind of weird that it's got the word boy in it but it's just it's just one of those things I'm like I kind of like the word just because you know it's it's kind of got some history behind it too um and it is a term that people still kind of know um with a lot of the other terminology it's like sometimes people don't know what it is or it might be too scientific sounding or whatever and you know I you know I didn't really want to create um a podcast name that was uh assuming something that it's not you know um i mean this podcast isn't necessarily about like pronouns and gender you know identity is more so about expression sometimes but lately i'm just posting just rando kind of stuff that that our people might want to hear um, I feel like in LGBT spaces and, you know, in minority spaces in general, conversations about money and all that aren't really things that people are always talking about. Um, depending on the groups, like different minority groups do talk a lot about money and then some don't. So, but I feel like, you know, with LGBT groups, you know, there are a lot of people that have, you know, limited knowledge or limited um they weren't taught certain things most people weren't taught very well about finances but you know if you just look at demographics and stuff too with the amount of people who might get like you know disowned in their youth and people in the foster systems and things like that it's like you know people need to find other ways to make money that aren't relying on like expensive education and you know i think it serves the community well to talk about things that make money now i'm not here to like make a bunch of like weird clickbait stuff but you know if i know of things that make money i will try to talk about them um 
So when it comes to podcasting, that is one of those things that people really talk a lot about that they're kind of like, oh yeah, make all this money. Whenever you see anybody saying that they're, that they want you to make money fast with a, with some kind of website, any kind of website, a platform that already exists or a website, you got to think traffic. How am I going to get traffic for free? Right. You can pay for traffic if you have the money to do it. Um, how am I going to get traffic for free? And am I selling something or, you know, what is the monetizing monetization process like through whatever platform it is? So Spotify itself has a platform where, you know, you're monetized and you are able to, you know, um, well, you can get monetized. And the way to get monetized is within a 30-day period, you have to have a thousand uh, unique listeners to your podcast. Um, and once you have a thousand unique listeners to your podcast, you basically um qualify after that 30 day period to you know have a host read ad so usually they'll tell you that before the beginning of the next month starts and so it's october now it's going to be november soon sometime next week and so next week you know is when people excuse me are gonna be you know, expected to, you know, see if they, if they're qualified for the host read ad. Uh, and that is by Spotify choosing that, that they're allowing you to have that. And then they give you the information and ability to click, uh, into this area of Spotify that you can record because you're the host. So it's a, a, an ad read by you, the host, um, that explains, you know, basically you're promoting Spotify for podcasters, um, and trying to get people to use it for free. And that's the host read ad. And this process happens every month. So you can be monetized or not monetized. You can stay monetized, but they review it every 30 day period. And so, and it's on the new month, like the new month. It's not like, uh, I think it's 30 days, but then you get the ad ability at the beginning of, of the next month, but like right before the next month starts, they give you like a few days. So it's not like, you know, you do have some time to record it. It gives you like a few days. So yeah, Spotify for podcasters is having this, um, artist RSVP event that you're supposed to go to and um, figure out, you know, how to improve. So I'm going to go to that event online today and see if it's valuable in any, in any method or form. But usually what I would say, I mean, my own tips would be, you know, build out your social media. That's probably the easiest way to get organic traffic because you could have people coming from YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, I am not huge into that. It's, it's just not always my thing personally. Um, especially cause I'm dealing with like multiple podcasts. I really don't want to be dealing with multiple 
you know, social media accounts and all this kind of stuff. Like I have them kind of up, but I don't really post on all of them. Because if I did, I'd be posting like all day, every day, and I've got other stuff I need to be doing. I can't just, it takes me a while. Like blog posts take me a while to write. YouTube videos take me a while. Even if I cut them, cut them up into shorts, they take me a while um, to kind of edit. Um, Twitter doesn't take long. Uh, podcasting, because I usually do it in the morning, it doesn't take me, it takes me a while, but it's like I'm not doing anything else. Unless I'm doing it while I'm driving, then that's another thing that I do sometimes too. Um, and then, yeah, just in general, that's kind of how it how it how it looks. You got to think about those two things, uh, you know, the traffic and the monetization process. Um, now, people who do well, you know. A lot of times they either have a niche that they're really on point with, they are able to promote it, or they've got some other reason why people are coming to them, or they're just, maybe they have like really good polished content, they're not like half sleepy at like five something in the morning. Um, There are reasons why people gravitate towards certain stuff. you know, sometimes it's informative. People just want that information. So there are ways that kind of increase chances of getting more listeners. Um, but, you know, if you're not willing to do that or figure out what that is, it's it's going to be hard to actually monetize. Um, it's not impossible. I, I'm not here to discourage people, but just beware, you know. When people say you're going to make money fast... I mean, a lot of people want to make money fast and easy, and that's not always going to happen. You know, it's not always going to be fast and easy. A lot of the online stuff that you see where people are making money is a slow process. It's not easy. A lot of times it's not free. Now, what I'm not saying that people need to do this, but what a lot of people do that they don't tell other people about such as some people running an Etsy store and being like, I made like all these sales or like, you know, having a podcast and being like, Oh, like I got monetized in like three days or whatever. Or like having like a YouTube channel and being like, Oh, like I got all these subscribers or whatever. Um, if they're not putting in some work on one end, they're probably paying for something They're probably paying for someone to promote them. They're probably paying for traffic. These are the things that you don't get to see that people don't want to tell you. They just think, oh, you can sign up for my course and you can see how I did it. And it's like, but yeah, you paid like $8,000. That's why you got monetized or that's why you're making all these sales on your Shopify store because you paid so much money you know it's like of course you're going to make sales like they don't tell you like a lot of times too they'll tell you the revenue they don't tell you the profit so they'll tell you i made i made you know thirteen thousand dollars but it's like cool you made thirteen thousand dollars what did you put in to make that much money and when you subtract that out were you profitable you can make thirteen thousand dollars but if i have to spend eight thousand dollars to make thirteen thousand dollars you know, 
you know, I'm really profiting $5,000. Now that's a lot of money. You know, I would say that's a decent investment. Um, but you are not getting a good return on your investment if you're not profiting more than what you put in. Now, if it's a one-time $8,000, I'm not saying to do this. Don't do this. Just don't do it. Just, I'm using examples. If it's a one-time put in $8,000 and make back $5,000 every month, then that is, that's, that's a pretty good investment because you're, you're making back after two months, you've made a $2,000 profit. And then from there on, it's a $5,000 profit every single month. That is, that's pretty dang good money. But, you know, I wouldn't say go all in all at once. You know, if you are going to, you know, pay for traffic for things, do it little by little. Um, I mean, if you have the money to dish out and you just want to do it, that's up to you. But I would say don't just jump right in. Um, but... I mean, there's a lot of other more detailed information about how to how to make a podcast successful. It just takes a lot of work. Um, if you want to just do it organically from scratch, it's going to take a lot of work. Um, like I've mentioned, I've had four podcasts for about, I think November is going to be about three whole years. Um and so they're established, you know, so if I do go on there and start posting regularly, then definitely like listenership, everything kind of goes up because it's already established. Now I've, I've started new podcasts, um, not ones that I'm like really deeply into, but I started it just to try. Like during summer, I started one that was connected to an e-commerce store. I don't know why, like, I was just like, well, maybe it'll get more traffic to the store, but I was having hard enough traffic, hard enough time getting traffic to the podcast itself. After like a month of posting, I don't think it even got um, really any listeners, maybe one that I recall. And I was posting the episodes to TikTok or Instagram or something like just snippets of them. Uh, and the store was getting a lot of traffic. It was getting a lot of traffic from TikTok, but the podcast wasn't. And I'd been posting episodes that had done well on my other podcasts just to test them out. And I was still was getting like nothing, nothing really back. So it is hard to start like a brand new podcast. Sometimes you have to just start recording and put out a bunch of episodes and then wait, you know, and the more you post, the more traffic you get. Uh, and so that does help. That does work for the most part. But that's kind of how uh, people can make money with podcasting. I'm not saying people always do. I'm not saying you will. I'm not saying you won't. I'm just saying it's it's not the fastest method all the time. Um, there are other methods to just make money but usually a lot of times you know when these platforms start changing stuff like they have recently this year uh the money the money like they say the money gets a little funny it really does get a little funny um you're not really easily as able 
easily able to make money as compared to how it was in the past. So that's the reality of things with this online world of trying to make a buck. Um, But I feel like as long as you're trying to provide some kind of quality, you know, that's good. Um, I like doing the morning episodes. They're kind of like a, hey, wake up kind of thing. I try not to make them too heavy. Um, But sometimes that's just how my brain is in the morning. It's just like, you know, I'm just like anybody else. I can have a head filled with negativity too, you know, like, and it can be hard for me to like snap out of it. Um, Because I do have a lot to be grateful for. Like, I'm not going to even like pretend like I don't. But, you know, it can be easy to see all the things that are easy to be frustrated with. Uh, But I try to be informative. But I know I'm pretty vague because this isn't like a deep class. Like, it's just ideas. If you want to try something, I'd say try it for free. See how you like it. Follow the people who are doing well. Don't just copy them, but follow the methods that they use, you know. If you see how Joe Rogan does his stuff, he posts like clips of of his episodes on YouTube. You can't get the full episodes all the time on YouTube. But if you go to Spotify, you have the whole full video version of his episodes. And, you know, I think for me, his podcast is the only one I actually watch on Spotify. I don't really like look at it all the time I'll be listening in the background because they're so long like it takes me days to finish an episode because they're like sometimes they're like an hour 45 minutes sometimes they're like three hours long almost so I listen like when I'm driving around I'll just put it on and it's like oh, 20 minutes here 30 minutes there uh, maybe at the gym you know I'll listen to it maybe depending if the topic's interesting to me um and I kind of always have something to kind of listen to in the background that's slightly educational. Uh, I like to post stuff that's more about like ideas for people to kind of use to try to do stuff that they find kind of interesting, uh, kind of projects. Because I, I really thrive on having projects. I'm, I'm not very good at only working or only studying and not having anything creative to do like that to me is like the dullest world possible it's like I like to make stuff I like to create things I like to learn and I like to move forward with stuff and I get a lot more motivation out of that so um I know I'm not the only one so that's why I try to post about it just because I I know that like a lot of people kind of have that style of living where they kind of just enjoy things in that way as well but we'll be talking a little bit more i'll see if i learn anything from this uh webinar today and um you know i hope it's not completely a waste of an hour of time but well i'll never know until i actually tune in so we'll see we'll see if they're trying to pitch some kind of course at the end We'll see if they're trying to pitch some kind of like subscription that you have to pay more to kind of use so that they can promote you more often. That's not very uncommon. Like you see it on eBay, you see it on OfferUp. They're like, oh, you can post your stuff for free, but if you want us to promote it, you got to pay us like two ninety nine or whatever and we'll promote it and you'll sell it two times faster, but then you have to spend more money to sell it. So it's like, 
like, yeah, we'll, we'll promote your podcast, you know, but are they trying to like upsell you now that you're on for free? Like, what is this about? Is, are they really just going to provide free information with no, uh, kind of little plug? Let's see what happens. Um, and I'll, I'll report back if it's something worth talking about. Um, but with that, uh, if you're going to start a pod, go ahead, start one, you know, like I, I would recommend it at the very least for creativity. It's, it's fun to do. It's productive. Um, you never know who you might be reaching with certain topics. Some people might just be entertained or want to hear what you have to say or need to hear, need to hear what you have to say. Um, that's always nice to come across